Okay, so today's Daf Yud Zayin, we sort of ended in the middle of discussion discussing Rabbi um, Shimon ben Yehuda's understanding of the debate between Bet Shammai and Bet Hillel and Amishnah. Okay, and that was, if you recall, we were discussing the fact that if someone brings Tevel into Yerushalayim, whether it, if it impacts the Maser, and according to his understanding, just do a bit of Chazara of, of the debate, is that if it hasn't reached Gemara Malacha, there's nothing to talk about. Everyone agrees it doesn't impact the Maser. You can, when you fish Maser outside Yerushalayim, you can uh, you can pot it, you can eat it, you can eat the chul in there. It doesn't affect it. The question was is whether when it reaches Gemara Malacha, whether it impacts it or not. Such that do we say Kamisha Do we view the Maser as if they're already separated, and therefore it's as if Maser Shein is being in Yerushalayim, and then you can't redeem it when, it, when you eventually mafresh it outside Yerushalayim? So let's just go over it again, so we can get into the flow. So Amru Behilah Beishamai, Behilah Asked Beishamai, Inatem Lodim Lano. Don't you agree with us? The Perut Shalom Nigmar Malachdam, Perut that haven't reached Gemar Malacha, Shif Dem Maser Sheini Shilahem, that it's not impacted by the fact it's gone through Yerushalayim, and you can put it the Maser Sheini. If you're Chalva Koma Koma, and eat it wherever you like. So, after should be no difference. Our perachinigru malachdan. So, therefore, we ended with saying, "Amar beicham, amalahim beicham, beicham." It says, "Loy mimartem perachalodigmar malachdan." Okay, I can understand the reason. The reason for my distinction is as follows: In this situation where it's loding mar malachdan, shuhu yachol lahavkiram, you can mavkira, you can make it hefger, and therefore, the the chiyuv of trumas amasra would never be chal bichlal. But look, the lufthorn in a masrot. So therefore, can you say the same thing? The masrot shenigmar malachdan, where it's reached gemar malacham, sheinu cholavkam lufthorn in a masrot. Meaning, when it's reached gemar malacham, according to Beit Shammai, the reason why it says kamisha hulmud damim, therefore it's kovea, is because it's now there to stay. The chiyuv trumas a masrot. So Amrulavah Hichahilel Sebele says, no, actually, that's not exactly true. Why? Because Af Peuchenigmar Malachan, despite the fact that it reached Gemar Malacha, if you remember, when is it Koveya? Only if someone's going to sell it to market. But if someone's taking it home, even when it reaches Gemar Malacha, it's not Koveya until it reaches home, if you remember. So therefore, he can also Yacholulav Kiran Lafotram in a Masra. I can also potter it from Masra as well. So in other words, I can also make the fact that making completely exempt from a master, meaning that there's no master shady in this, even when it reaches Gemar Malacha. Meaning these, in other words, the, the baskets of Anavim and grapes, are they, in the case of Amishnah, they're not for Achila, they're simply to take it to the press. How does it grow? It had to reach Gemar Malacha. And then we can photo in a master. And then the Gemara in between just has a little... Uh, like reflection, like we said before, so then we that we reflect on this that what that if we're talking about sale anavim and sale um uh, sanatanim that are for achila, then it's reached all right. Then, then in other words, it, it, as soon as it hits the basket, okay, that's a deal. But now back to our debate, says, he says, now this is really, really um, important understanding of the debate here because it impacts a few questions we had yesterday. Beit says, no, there's still a difference between where it reaches Gemara Malacha or not. Why? Because if it's reached Gemara Malacha and it goes through Yerushalayim, it's almost like Kovea that Master Shin has to be taken from it. It impacts it such that you can't mafrish mimakom acher. Now, if you recall yesterday, that was a question of Rizira. Question of Zira is if I take Tevel through Yushalayim and it's reached Gemara Malacha, does it impact the Master Shani now that I can't mafresh me Makomacher to exempt it? Or do we say it does and therefore I can eat it as if like there was never Master Shani in it? Right? That was the that was the discussion we had yesterday. It's almost implicit here in the argument of Beit Shammai to Beit Hill that he assumes that if you've got something reached Gemara Malacha and it gone through Yushalayim, now I must take Master Shani from that. 
because he's using that as a basis of the distinction between whether it's rich Gemara Malacha or not. That's exactly the argument. That's the basis of the distinction. So the Gemara says, Hada Pashta Sheila Sheila Amarazira. So here we resolve the question we had Reb Zira yesterday, as I explained already, which is very interesting because that now suddenly refines our debate. Meaning, when Beit Hillel says it's Patur, it's not because it's Kamisha Enuhu, it's not, we don't view it Kamisha Hu Mudami, because Beit Hillel seems to agree, according to the conclusion of the Gemara, with Beit Shammai, that now it's impacted the table that I have to take Master Shane from it. So it's not like it's as if Kamisha Enuhu Mudbichlal, it's not impacted zero, the fact that table's gone through Yerushalayim. It went straight to Malacha. It has, because Beit Shammai applied that argument to Beit Hillel, and it doesn't seem to be a response in the Gemara against it. So it must be, I read Reb Chaim here because, um, no, it was Rosh Surilio, that's what it was. He says, he says, We've got to take Master Shane from it. The Kaltinu Machitza, Michil Tzadav, impacted the Kavan, the Kaltinu Inu Gufeu Baili Surai. That's why Shammai maintains since the Kalta Machitza, to the extent you have to take Master Shane from it, that's why they said you can't put it outside your Shalain. However, what would Beit Hillel maintain then if he agrees with that? In other words, it seems to be that Beit Hillel would agree with Beit Shammai that you not, the fact that it's gone through Shalim was Vikram Malacha. You, you do have to set Master Shani from it, but they make it to the extent that it's not like Master Shani went through Shalim that you can't pot it anymore. Okay? That's another, the debate is just on the Pidayon and not with respect to the fact you have to take Master Shani from it. Which again is a again a, a sort of a, a more restricted zone of the debate, really, if you like. Okay, let's continue. Rabbi Chanina, Rabbi Yonatan, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, Alu Yerushalayim. They went to Yerushalayim. Nidmalu and Peirot. They got some produce that was tevel. Ubakshu liftotam begvulim. And what did they want to do? It says importantly they were mafrish master sheni. Now importantly, this is talking about manazer, and they wanted to take the master sheni outside Yerushalayim to Poder. So that's quite making quite a lot of sense. If, if it's talking about Mazman based on Migdash, you got a problem. First, these master changes in Shalim, you can't take it outside. And if you take it outside, you can't put it. But we're talking about Mazman Azet. What do they do? They, they, they were Mufrish Master Shani there and then, and they want to take it outside Yushalayim to put it. Why do they want to take it outside Yushalayim? Because that's only the Rabbana. They didn't want to, they didn't want to put it inside Yushalayim. That's what it sounds like. We'll see, we'll see at the end of this video. However, Amalun Chad Savta, as opposed to Saba, because so, continue with Savta. Says Avuchonlo Abduken, your four, your fathers didn't do. Ella, what did they do? Not Mafkuran, that's Mafkur is Hefker. It's Mafkinan. They would take it outside Chutzlechoma in a state of Tevel, or Podinotan and Poder them. Okay, so therefore this must be like Rabbi Shimon and Yehuda's Mushum Rabbi Yossi's understanding of Shittah Beit Hillel that even if it's rich Kamalacha. They could still take it outside Yerushalayim, Mafresh Master Shani there, and then put it. Okay, that's that's. But importantly, there were what her contention is: they would take it out as Tevel. You are if you've already since you've already separated Master Shani, you can't take it out anymore. What are you doing, Rabbi? Okay, so now what's behind the debate? So Savta have a sabr meima roina ta mechitzot kiilu olot. Eveilu Rabana have a sabr meima ein rodi mechitzot kiilos olot. The first point is, unfortunately, Beis Migdash is destroyed. So since it's past the times in Beis Migdash, do we view the Mechitzot as if they're still there, such that we say Mechitzot Koltot? So that's argument number one. The Safta says, 
It's still, it's as if it's still uh, Olot. How about these Chachamim? Again, Rabbi Chini, Rabbi Yonatan, Rabbi Yoshua and Levi, they say, no, since the, the walls have collapsed, we don't view them as, as, as if they were there. And Lot Koltot, they're not, Lot Koltot, they're not going to impact it, such that you wouldn't be able to take the Master Shani out after the Diafrasha. Similarly, it continues, Savta Havasavra, she held that what? Maymar, she held that Kerebi Yoshua, but in the Rabbanan Savrim Kerebi Eliezer. Now, this is a machloket where the Kichelashata, the Kichelitidlavo, after the Khurban, does a Kedusha endure? So they hold that it didn't endure. And that's why they could be, um, that's why they said, well, there's no problem us taking it outside. There's no, uh, there's a, whereas the Sabta says they do. And that's why they, that's the, the what's, if you like, the, the behind the debate here. Okay. So that's why, since, since, there's no kedusha. The walls aren't called out. That's why they had no problem of if they master if they, when they master master sheni to to take it out and put it. Again, the important point is why did they bother taking it out then? Reb Chaim says here it was because it says el svir le mechitzot liklot midrabanan kimen shecharvu how kilot zian chutzur shlein kerebliyase. Okay, that um that that, that midrabanan we say they're still koltot. However, they'll make it like rebliyase to say master sheni can go in and out because it's only koltot midrabanan. Okay, that's the way you understand what the chachamim did there. Okay. However, we've got another problem. Here it says, Rabbi Pinchas was masev la upadila. Duchashish ladu vadin. Oh, ladin, ladin. There's two ways of reading it. So Rabbi Pinchas says, when he had Master Shen Yushalayim, what would he do? He would metamet, or even tevel, he would mafrish and metamet, mafrish and and then metamet, and once it's tummy, he can put it in. That's the way he got outside the problem. Now, but that's because it's choshish to two shitot. I'll just read Rechaim, let's go inside. Meaning, first, we'll try to You have to make a tamishum. First, he is chashash le savta. He was worried about the savta that again, the, the michits are cultured even nowadays in kichela tidlavo. The severely also le sum and therefore he can't take it to Yushalayim. So once it's mafresh master sheni, he can't take it outside Yushalayim. So that's why he's metama in order that he can put it today. The chashash le tana kamadamatnitin. What's meant? Let's just remember the debate. There was two ways to understand the debate between the betil mechame regarding tevelin when it's in Yushalayim. Okay, we've been explaining the beginning of Shira like Rabbi Shimon Rabbi Yehuda, who explained that the debate is only if it's rich Gramalacha. Okay, but if it has a rich Gramalacha, then then it's um, everyone agrees it's not impacted. However, according to Tanakama, if it has rich Gramalacha, everyone agrees Mechitzah Koltot. So therefore, he the reason why he didn't let you take the Tevel out is because he's choshish to the Tanakama's understanding that everyone agrees. But Shemayim Hill wants rich Gramalacha. You can't take Tevel outside Yerushalayim. So if Mechitzah Koltot, and you can't take Tevel out Yerushalayim, what solution does he have nowadays with his Tevel? He, first, he's going to mafresh Masasheni, but he can't, again, he, if he's Choshet for the Safta, you can't put a Masasheni inside Yerushalayim. Therefore, that's why it was Metamad, and that's why that's the only way you could get around being Potter, because you can't eat Masasheni nowadays in Yerushalayim. So the Gemara then um, continues, Rabbi Yaakov, and he says, Rabbi Shuban Levi says, Halacha Kedivrei he was cholak on Rabbi Pinchas. He's not choshesh for the Tanakama's understanding of the debate between Bechama and Hillel. Rather, he says, like Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda in the name of Rabbi Yossi, that the that really, if it's uh, that Beit Hillel holds in all situations, that if it's as its status as Tevel, which is rich Malacha or not rich Malacha, it's really not impacted. You can take it outside and mafresh. Uh, and then mafresh masashen and put outside Yerushalayim. So really, according to his understanding, there'd be no problem. Meaning, if, even if you want to be choshesh for the safta, take it out as tevel, mafresh outside, and put it there. You don't have to matamit. Okay. 
that is uh, that is debate. So now Gemara continued discussing when the Mishnah ends by, by saying So if you recall, we said yesterday that there are two ways to understand the Mishnah. Either it could be referring to Master Sheni of Demai, whether it can go inside and out to Yerushalayim, or the way we're going to see now, it's actually not talking about that at all. It's talking about whether Demai itself, if it goes into Yerushalayim, and it's Yotze, whether we say Mechitzot Koltot, the Master Sheni, Within that demai, so that's what the Gemara says now. Amr Bezira, Bezira says, "Wavad the demai." The the Mishnah when it says it's referring to demai itself that hasn't had anything separated from it yet. That we don't say mechitzot kol tot. However, had demai atzmo. If we talk about Masa Shein of demai, we say no kvar tvasto mechitza. We say that the mechitzot of kol tot that once Masa Shein of demai come into Shlaim, they shouldn't be taken out again. And now for the hard part. Let's continue. Ilan Shuhomed. Ilan Shuhomed bifnim v'notelachot. So if we've got a tree that's, um, that it's, that it's bridging over Yerush, the walls of Yerushalayim. Benotel, uh, so it's Ilan Omed bifnim v'notelachot. So it's, the branch is going outside. Omed, Omed v'chutz v'notelachot. So this we discussed in Sefer Master as well. In that situation, we came to Yerushalayim, we says, hochi macharanov, which means afacharanov, which was, we'll go l'chum l'kan l'kan. So two important points the impact whether the master changes in Yerushalayim or not. Very important to understand what's the continuation of Gemara, or the mission as well. First is, you can only put a master sheni outside Yerushalayim, and you can only eat master sheni inside Yerushalayim. So there's the inverse relationship between the two. Okay? So back in the Masra, we said, uh, we go lechum lakan lakan. So anytime it's bridging, if you're underneath a tree, that's bridging a wall inside or outside. The way you explain it, the way you explain it, the masrot is that you cannot put it and you cannot eat it. Masasheni there. Okay. However, the Mishnah here says, according to this Mishnah, it seems to completely disregard the tree. Are you in the wall or outside the wall? Leave it at that and game over. So that's the, the Gemara in Makot tried to resolve it. And it says it's actually Tanim, how we understand it with the, that. Um, that Achara North back in Master of Yehuda, where he is Shikha Chachamim. Uh, the Ramam has another explanation, but um, we've got enough to work through today. I'll leave that for you for the study. Let's continue. What are Beta Badim? So these are olive presses. So here, what we do, this is what the Gemara is going to be discussing. So I'll, I'll just briefly introduce it now. Is the, the, the olive press themselves could have been built into the walls, such that they would effectively bridge the walls. And you could have the main structure, say, outside the walls with the doorway inside the walls or vice versa. That's how it could be. Okay. So um, so, what's it, so the question is, what's the inside of this uh, structure going to be? Is it considered inside your shalim or outside your shalim? So, beta badim shepit chayem lifnim v'chalal l'chutz or shepit chayem l'chutz v'chalal l'chutz meaning if it's either way, beit shamay says hakol kilifnim. Hakol kilifnim means important to understand. It means we go l'chumra kilifnim. Meaning the whole structure, we go as if it's kilifnim that you can't be potted, the way Reb Chaim explains it. However, the whole structure is going to be considered kilichutz, such that you cannot eat masasheni there. So a machmir for both. Even though it says kilifnim, that's how you understand it. Okay? But hill or rim, mikinegra lachoma lalifnim, mikinegra kilifnim, mikinegra lachoma lalachutz kilichutz. He says it sounds like at this stage, you simply draw a line wherever the wall is, even inside the structure. We'll see how that works soon. What if you've got some the chambers in the Badazara and the like that are built in the Kodesh and the opening is towards the Chol? So you manage to sort of 
the structures inside the Kodesh or even under it. Some people, I think the Gemara um, in Babli says the roof is equal to the floor. Okay, so it sort of built like in a chamber that way. And then we say since the opening is towards Chol, the inside is considered Chol. The Gagotem, the roof would be considered Kodesh since the structure is built in Kodesh. But not Bechol, if they're built in the Chol, meaning outside the Azara of Petuchot, the Kodesh, and the opening is inside, Tochan Kodesh Begagotem Chol, and that's what we're going to be discussing tomorrow. Um, if they're built both inside the Kodesh and the Chol, bridging it, and their opening is, they have two doorways, inside and outside. That would be like Yitzchad um, Gazit, I think, I assume. Oh, actually, no, it's probably the Beit HaMoked. The Beit HaMoked is a structure that was like that. And if you remember, in Masech Midot, they talk, they talk about the indications on the wall, exactly on the floor, the different opinions there, exactly which part was Kodesh, which part was Chol, that's why it says, In other words, we simply draw a line where the wall would be, since it's got openings to both, and it's, and it's built in both, and you'd have to be careful which side you're on to know if you're in the Kodesh Chol. That's why, as I said, in the Beit HaMakod, where the coin slept, slept overnight before they uh, did the Bodh on the next day, um, you know, the time we learned all about this, there was indications, some people say, like blocks on the walls of where that line was. Okay, let's on the Gemara. Amar Rebelaza, that's Luchumri. Now, here we're going to share a chart here. And it's as follows. So we've said Beit Shammai, when he's Beit Shammai, says, Omrim Hakol Kalifnim, that's Luchumri, She'en Podim Shammai, Sheni Ve'enochlim Shammai, Ve'en Podim Shammai, Sheni Ve'enochlim Shammai, Beit Shammai says, Akol Lifnim is Luchumri. But now the Gemara is coming to say, Amar Rebelaza, that Beit Hillel is also saying this Luchumri. Kenea Choma Lifnim, Kalifnim, Kenea Choma Lechutz, Lechutz. So the question is, Rebbe Yossi says, Ma'ahu Luchumri. What do you mean Beit Hillel is Luchumri? We've just said Beit Shammai is Luchumra. If Beit Hillel is also Luchumra, what is the Machloket going to be? So Amar Rabbi Yehud, Amar Rabbi Yonah said, Hadad Tanina Taman. This is what it explains. Now let's look at the Beit Abadim. So you have a look here, uh, the way I'm trying to do my very stick figure style uh, architectural diagrams, is on the right side is the, is if you like, inside Yerushalayim, and the left side is outside. So here what we've got, the first case, is Batehem Shepitrehem Lifnim, the Petach is on the inside, Okay. And the halal is luchutz. Most of the space of this structure is outside. Okay, that's the structure we have here. Now, the way I've just described it, I've sort of done a virtual table within the diagram. So, in the top column is the din of Ptia, the, the, the second row. The second row is, uh, is the din of Achila. And you've also got the machlok of Shama Hila trying to understand it. So, let's have a look. So, Beit Abanshe Pitchim Lifnim Vachalim Luchutz. Mikirega Chomet Vilifnim Kilifnim. According to Beit Hillel, if you draw a line at the wall, if it's kilifnim, it's completely knifnim, meaning I can't pot it, but can I eat it? I treat it like it's a nim where the wall is. And this is where, this is exactly where the machloket in this region where Beit Shammai Beit and Beit Hillel is. Because Beit Shammai holds that since the majority of the structure is outside, I still have to treat it lechumra to say I cannot eat at the location, despite the fact that we're inside of the walls. So that's why you can see in this chart, it's dafka on Achila, we have the machloket between Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel here. Okay? But the point is, Beit Shammai, Beit Hillel is not Machmir Lechumre here. Because if you're the inside of the wall, he says, now you're considered inside. However, Mikinera Choma Balachutz, then he says, Yekelachutz. What's that mean? That means, Ein Ochlim, as opposed to Shochtim, meaning, Ein Ochlim Sham Koche Kalim, Kilifnim, Velo Podim Shama Sesheni Kelachutz. Which means, he says, this is where we say Beit Hillel is a Chumrah. Meaning, it's considered inside because a Petach is inside the Chumrah. 
such that what you cannot you can no longer do you can't do padilla in that area however since the majority of the structure is outside the wall you can still can't do achilat kochim achilat masasheni there Okay, so that's what it means by Behilal is Lechumra, but we still found a small region. This is between the wall and the opening on the inside of the wall where we have the Machlok Beit Hillel and Beit Shammai. Okay, let's look at the next case. Pitchehem Lechutz. Here we've got the Petach towards the outside Yerushalayim. Pit Lechutz Bechalalam Livnim. And the majority of the Chalal is inside Yerushalayim, the structure of this Beit Abad. Mikineged Hachom Ha'Velachutz Kalachutz. According to Beit Hillel, once again, um, the, on the outside of the wall, we treat it completely like us on the outside. So you can, do, if you walk into that location, you can put a master sheni, but and obviously you cannot eat it. And that, once again, is where Beit Shammai would go lechumra. He says, "I have to go lechumra lakana lakana." I treat it. Yes, I cannot eat it because it's in because it's structurally outside your. I mean, the location is outside Yerushalayim. But since most of the structure is inside, according to Beit Shammai, I say, Beit Shammai say we go to Chumrah. So again, it's only in that region where Beit Shammai Beit Hillel, that's where the Machloket is. So again, very refined location. However, it's Kilifnim. How? Only Lechumrah, according to Beit Hillel, which is, meaning, you can't eat parts of the Korban have to be inside Yerushalayim. Because... We again. This is a. Uh, this is. We we don't still work working the chumra here, meaning. Um, so enoch. So so I should say kalachutz. Change the gears here, and that makes sense. Why enochlim sham kachekem kalachutz? Meaning because the petach is telachutz, then I have to treat lechumah like it's lechutz. However, lo padim sham asasheni kilifnim. However, because I'm on the inside of the actual wall, I'm going to chumrah that it's on the inside, and therefore I can no longer do pedia. Okay, so that is. I mean, we'll probably stop. Actually, we'll stop here because tomorrow we'll talk about other sort of. Oh, sorry, Mitzvah Shemot Sunday. We'll talk about more of the structural uh, cases. But you see here the way the Gemara really says that even Beit Hillel, it's not. You don't take a pshuto, which which means oh, you just go by where the wall is. I don't care about structures. Well, you do go by care about structures to a certain extent, meaning. Only if the if you're in the section that's, if you like, in the bulk on the other side of the wall where the structure is. Okay, so in the first case, as we said, just to make it clear, Behila says, look, this is where the petach on the inside, but the structure is mostly outside. Behila says, look, if you're on the inside of the wall, you're inside, not a problem. But if you're outside of the Lachumra and say it's both us or the Pidia Hila, and the second case, um, Behila says, uh, where, where the petach is on the outside, and most of the structure on the inside, well, if you're outside the wall, where the petach is, well, Petil says you're outside. If you're inside, on the inside of the wall, where the bulk of the structure is, then we say you have to go to the Chumrah, Lakan, Lakan, you can't do Petir, you can't do Achila. Whereas, as we said, Beit Shammai is the Chumrah all the time. Any of these structures, you can't do Achila, you can't do Petir, everything would be Asur, because it's Machmir, Lakan, Lakan. Okay? That's it. Uh, finishing a few lines early, but um, yeah, Ms. Hashem will continue these structural debates later. Good Shabbos to one and all. Good Shabbos. Uh,